Welcome to this episode of our Badele IP Experts. In this episode, our IP experts Henry Selby Lowndes and Preston Richard will share their insights regarding video conferences with the EPO. Hello, everyone. Like it or not, all proceedings with the EPO has been primarily limited to video conferencing, or so-called VICOs. While the legality of this has been discussed at length, also in our user feedback to the EPO, this is the new reality that clients, patent attorneys, and examiners alike are faced with today. So I'm here with my colleague, Preston Richard, to share our own experiences of all proceedings via VICO. So Preston, first question. Can one avoid a VICO? In principle, yes, it is possible to request an in-person proceeding, but in practice, that seldom happens, especially because your request needs to have serious reasons. For instance, a physical impediment that would avoid you from attending such a proceedings, or let's say inventions requiring haptic feedback. The normal reasons of clients, for example, technical difficulties of the invention or say commercial interest are not proper reasons. And therefore it's inevitable that such proceedings might in fact proceed with BICO and the client would want to sit in. Yeah, I had a case like that recently before the examining division where the client requested to attend and the request was rather last minute. Oh, that's tricky because in examination proceedings, in fact, it is uh, not public. How did you go about with that request? Well, I immediately sent the request via email directly to the examining division. And just before the proceedings started, they took a moment to debate the permissibility of the request. In my case, the chairperson allowed the request on the proviso that the client was there under my supervision and wasn't making any submissions of their own. But there's no guarantee that that would normally happen, so I would definitely recommend to get in such requests as soon as possible before proceedings, preferably with the written submissions. But how is it in opposition and appeal proceedings? In opposition and appeal, it's in fact straightforward because they are public proceedings and therefore anyone could just request the EPO and attend the oral proceedings. But if your client is interested in making submissions or having simultaneous interpretation, one should announce such an intent of attending well in advance, preferably within the deadline provided in the summons. But in any case, it makes it easier for clients to attend the oral proceedings by week home. Now going to an important question, what are your insights on how to go about and argue your case in a VICO proceeding? Well, although the EPO deems the VICO proceedings to be equivalent of in-person proceedings, there's a few things that I've noticed that one needs to keep an eye on to bring the client's case across a bit better. For example, hand gesticulations. These are very important in conveying a point, conveying a message, which can become a pivotal argument in the case. Yeah, it's also important, especially when you have a physical device, for example, the one like we have here. This is a game uh, accessory. And in case I would want to explain that the pressing of this button would translate into uh, a translation here, it's good to have a physical tangible device in front of you rather than having to point to two 2D images uh, one after the other. For instance, if you want to point out to a passage or part of the figure, one should assume that the effectiveness of your point is primarily construed by speech and not by action. It is possible to use technical means, for example, screen share on the discretion of the chairperson, but again, the effectiveness largely depends on the other person's display mode, and it's not always possible that your point of view comes across as you had expected it to. 
Mm -hmm. So robust camera technology is very important so that the EPO picks up on all these nuances. By optimizing camera settings, um, one can ensure that the point is conveyed across in the correct manner. Yeah, that's why we've also got this Vico Studio, which ensures the audio and video quality is at the highest levels to try and ensure that nothing gets missed. While yes, we do have a Waco facility where we can collaborate with our colleagues and clients in the same room, one should not assume that the others have it too. For instance, the members of the EPO might be joining the Waco through remote connections themselves. Therefore, when you're arguing a case, it becomes quite important to uh, remember that when presenting your arguments, the other members of the division might have the usual disadvantage of working from home. Yeah, that's a good point. That's another danger of ICO proceedings. Sometimes they can become very fragmented. And that's why I try and consolidate all technical arguments and talk slowly and clearly in order to convey the message and get the point across. In inter partes proceedings, I even think it's quite effective to respond to the opponent directly because this helps maintain impetus and also ensures that the discussion carries on going. So what's your overall take on things? We have, of course, noticed that it's become increasingly difficult to overturn a preliminary opinion and more so in a WICO oral proceedings. Therefore, my recommendation would be in case of a negative opinion, in addition to your already made submissions, make sure to have fallback positions, use uh, your team, and if necessary, be prepared to make on-the-fly amendments during the oral proceedings. Yeah, and being able to confer with the client either electronically or in person during the proceedings can obviously improve the chances of success in some cases. We hope we've been able to give you some practical insights on uh, VICO proceedings at the EPO. If you'd like to keep abreast of new developments, please refer to the IP News section of our website. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Badila IP Experts. If you want to read our feedback to the EPO user survey referred to in this episode, you will find the link in the show notes.